Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 18th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy MTC has been conducting conference call from past uh, 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer. You have to let our team know you're a newcomer and you have to put the camera on. Archana Kumari? Yes, I'm new. Yes, ma'am. Can I ask my question? Absolutely, you can. So my question is, my uh, my husband uh, joined employer B in February 11, 2022, and now his uh, priority date become current. So his priority date is uh, July 14, uh, sorry, July 2014. So what we can do now? Can you go back? Can he go back to the old employer? Uh, he is talking uh, to them, but because the, the news came yesterday only. So we know, don't... That's, on, that's, that's the only thing that I can tell you is going to help him better right now. Does he have any other I-140 approval with any other company? No, his form is in a process in employer B, which he joined in the February 10. No, but you didn't answer take... my question though. Does he have any I-140 filed by any other company before other than company A, which he left two weeks ago, one month ago? No. So right now, either you have to wait for the uh, for this one to be approved or you have to, uh, the other option is, um, the other option is that, uh, the other option is that uh, you have to go back to the old company now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, Gayatri, can you give me, I'm not getting the messages, Gayatri. Can you uh, make me co-host or something? Because I'm not getting the messages. Next, oh. That's the only hope you have, ma'am. Next person, please. Abhi? Yeah, sure. Thank you. So my question is like, uh, I have my I-140 approved with company A and the company A has been acquired by company B and company B filed my successor of interest successor in interest I-140 amendment mm-hmm. and is it still pending with USCIS? Mm-hmm. I'm looking to switch the jobs. Uh, should I or... What, what is your priority date? It's October 2014. October 2014. Yikes. No, you don't want... You don't... <laughs> Can you wait? Um, I'm looking to switch the job. I'm just one... Uh, wait, I can... Tell me what, what what's the reason you asked me to wait? Well, you know, if the priority date has moved all the way to September 2014, 
you might become current in October 2014, and you can file a 485 application, be independent after six months. Is EB3 is September 14? Oh, EB3 yours is EB3? Yeah, I said EB3. Oh, sorry, I forgot it. Yeah. So, so my mm -hmm. question is like, uh, if I'm looking to switch the job, should I get my uh, the successor in interest I140 amendment approved, uh, or if I don't get like I can, it's it already more. Huh? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for you. If you're moving out of the company, it doesn't matter for you. It's been more than a year when the I140 was filed, and if say if some it doesn't some matter. Rate. Your previous I140 is already approved. Okay, so if it's okay, so I don't need to wait for this approval. No, you don't need to wait for this approval. Or what if it get denied? Doesn't matter. Your previous I140 is approved. Okay. So you can port the date when you go to the new company. Okay, the new company then has to file my I140 if in case this is not approved. Either way, they have to fight for file to get for you to get the green card. Can't they file just 485J if this get approved? No. You haven't filed the 485 to file the 485J. It is only for the people who file the 485. Did you file the 485 or not file the 485? I, I did file the 485 as well. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. So I filed the successor in interest I-140 along with the 485. I, I am sorry. I'm sorry. I said everything wrongly. I got a misinformation. I got confused. I don't want you to leave the company. Before I-140 is approved, right? Before the I-140 is approved. Because here is, here is what's going to happen though. If they withdraw the I-140, okay. your 485 will be denied. Then you can come to us. There is a way we can fight the entire case in the court and get it reversed. Okay. But it is definitely not advisable. Until I-140 is approved, since you're in 485, even though it's more than 180 days, you do not move out of the company. Okay. And it's an, a successor in interest amendment, actually. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't I got matter. it. I-140 so, is not approved. Sorry, I take back what I said. I didn't know okay. that you filed the 485. So if I get my I-140 approved through premium, after that, I am free, right? Next day. Next day, you move. Okay, great. And the second question is simple question. I think I know the answer. It might be no. I am looking for visitor visa for my parents and they know availability. Is there a way I can get it faster or availability for expedited appointment? Or anything? There are people who are paying some money to the broker guys that are online all the time. Whenever the opportunity comes in, they book it. That's all I can tell you. There are some people who are doing it. Okay, got it. Thank you. Next person, please. Sorry, Bhakti? I did not hear your story. No, that's fine. All good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, so my question is very quick. Um, usually on uh, I-797, under beneficiary, we just have our name. But uh, uh, under my I-797 approval notice, I'm seeing my alien number. And that number is the same as the service number on my uh, current STEM OPT card. But your name, uh, name is there or your name is not there? Yeah, name is there. Along with the name, okay. there is an extra added information. Just was wondering. In what if, is what is the seven nine seven for? Uh, for the initial H one approval. Um, you, the, can, you can you can completely ignore it now. You're fine. Okay. Absolutely no problem with that. Have okay. I seen these things happen before? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Okay. Shiva. Shiva, go ahead. Shiva. Yeah. Okay, thanks. 
Uh, hey Rahul, uh, good evening and thanks for this help. So I have two questions. One is my uh, I-140 is currently approved. My priority date is uh, uh, Jan 2016. My son uh, max out date is March 24. So how much? Wait, 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 wait. Your priority date is Jan 2016. Your son's right. your son's max out date. You mean to say your son is becoming 21? Correct. In what March what time? 24. March 24 of 2000 and 2024. Okay, go ahead. So March 2024, how much probability is there he going to be getting GC? Because okay. right now he's in a first year college student. You know, the best thing is that there are certain things that are under your control. There are certain things that are not under your control. Okay. Yeah. So the, the priority date is, wait, wait, the priority date is not under your control. You know that is right. And yeah. it's not under my control either, is it right? True. Let me tell you what is under your control and my control. You got the EB2 approval, EB3 approval? EB2. Okay, withdraw the EB2 approval, file an EB2 and EB3 labor certificate, uh, I-140 again. Okay. And you may ask me, what a stupid idea it is. You are trying to make money. Yes, I'm trying to make the money. How long did it took the I-140 approval for EB2? Uh... I think it's a six months they applied my company. Six. It took six months for you to get approvals, right? Yeah. If you you know that your son's age will be deducted the amount of time I one forty spending is right. Yeah. You know that is right. Correct. Yeah. So if you if you withdraw the I one forty right now okay. and you file the I one forty again, okay. Thankfully, it will go to Nebraska Service Center or Texas Service Center, and if you don't do premium processing, they are mm. going to take two years to approve the I-140. Is that right? Yeah. And so your son, for the purpose of the green card, when is he becoming 21 if the I-140 has been pending for two years? Yes. It's going to be 2026. Correct. So that is what you can do. So I have right now, I have an opportunity to switch the employer. If I switch the employer, they, they again, they're going to be file my I-140. Is it going to be solve the problem? You may have, but is it going to be before 2024 or after 2024? No, now. Now I have an opportunity. I can. I know, but by the time they file the labor certification, by the time they have the I-140 approved, okay. is it going to be, is it going to take, is it going to take, uh, is it going to take after 2024 or before 2024? Because it's taking two years. How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. actually, I so, checked with the, that company attorney. They told as soon as once I joined the company, the day first week itself, they're going to be start my I-140 process. The attorney told within 12 to 18 months, I am going to be get I-140. They agreed to when, file a premium process. When, when is your son becoming 21 exactly? Actually, his date of birth is 13 March 2003. I don't know, man, whether I can rely on that because if there is any problem, your son will be out. So be careful. If your company is cooperative in what I said to you right now, I'm going to stick with the company. If they're mm. not going to cooperate, then I'll take a chance with the other company. And don't do premium processing of 514. Okay. So just okay. I will file it as a normal process. Then if it yes. in between the priority date it comes, then I can file this a concurrent. That's perfect. Correct. So I have another one more question. 
so in case if it's going with this normal pattern so before 2024 he is not getting gc means when i need to be apply a student visa is it 6 months before or month ago 6 months before is good enough okay so mostly 23 mid i need to be start up the f1 process student visa process that is right sir okay next person thanks raghu rupam yeah hi rahul this is rupam uh, i came to us on h1 visa back in 2011 on i mean and i only worked couple three months and then i went back to india now i am back to us in october 2021 but on l2 visa on november 2021 i applied for ead on which i expedited my request and which got denied and in between this rule came of for l2s updation and i got my l2s updated via email with cbp so now i have l2s so am i authorized to work in united states absolutely you are okay and, the next and let me tell you next question is are you if you want to move to h1b are you subject to cap how long did you spend on h1b did you say 3 months yes 3 months you are not subject to cap but you you won't get all 6 years you only will get 5 years and 9 months okay and there is one more question like uh, earlier when i was on h1 i had my assistant with me and the same assistant i'll be using as Absolutely. in document assistant is only given once okay and when i submit my i94 what all documents do i need to sum- submit to the employer the email that you received from uh from the cbp okay um and the, your passport and your ssn okay and there is a rumor going on google like the people who only traveled after january 31st they i mean they are authorized for this uh, l2s so i no, got my if they, if they if they that's fine it cbp is act as equivalent as you traveling outside the country okay thank okay. you thank you so much and Next just person, one please. last question just one last question i have uh on my uh, on my ssn the name was rupam i mean before marriage name it was there and now when i went to ssn office for the change of name they said your immigration status is not clear so they will take a couple of weeks to get that updated so does it anyway relate to my this h1 or l2 thing or they no ma'am you it? can still they will approve it you can still you can still go and work even while all this is going on thank you Next so much ishwarya Hi, uh, hi Rahul. Um, so my question is, my H four and H four EAD extension was filed. Since there was delay in getting the approval, uh, we filed for H one meantime. Uh, but after we filed H one, H four and H four EAD got approved. Uh, so uh, the moment we noticed, we sent a withdrawal notice to USCIS uh, for that H one B, and the employer also inactivated the LCA in the H one B. So. while this was going on we noticed that the h4 application that got approved right it had some dates error so we raised a sr with uscis uh okay while this is there the h1b got approved again even after sending the withdrawal request remainder withdrawal request and even after the lcs withdrawn they so, always approve it when we don't want it okay yeah, now yeah. now what is the dates problem tell me that okay so the dates problem was uh the the validity dates was not correct so it did not mirror Give my me what yeah. is the validity date uh it, it was ending with 9 13 2021 20, 
yeah so it was just ending right away <laughs> yeah so it was absolutely wrong yeah we got the notice oh, what, what, what about the ead though what about the ead when is it ending? ead was correct ead was correct it it approved till 2023 ead was correct uh, when is when is your current h1b expi- h4 expiring current the one which we got later after the dates got corrected no the previous one uh, remember the one the one that you got the recently it got expired in 9/30/2021 the previous one when was it expiring 12/30/2021 Yes, twelve thirty, twenty twenty one. Okay, what's your question? So my question is, um, so my question is, what status I am currently? Because uh, the H one got approved even after sending multiple uh, withdrawals. Uh, but the thing is, like, the I H1... want you to, I want you to speak with the lawyer privately. Okay, it's a bit complex problem to handle. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Sorry uh, about that. Yeah. One final question is. So my question is, since the H four dates correction was done very uh, late, so that notice date was two twenty two. That was the last notice I got. So am I in H four or not? When did you get the H one approval? H one approval with the note notice date was one thirty one, and the H four approval was two twenty two. I'm talking about the notice dates in the petition. So finally, I got so the H four. According to the last action rule, you are you seems to be an H four, but I want to confirm it personally. Though I don't want to. Speak with you because there are too many confusions here because it expired in nine thirteen two thousand twenty one. Okay, next person, please. Sorry about that. Okay, Fatima. Uh, If you're a newcomer, guys, you want chance. You need to keep the camera on. Go ahead. Hi, Rahul. So uh, my H four visa on the passport has already expired, and I have my I nine four. um and h4 i797 which is only valid till next month so um uh, can i go to the laredo border and get my i94 extension because i don't have the valid visa on my passport my visa, uh, visa on the passport is already expired so just on the um and, and your i94 i94 is expiring when uh, it's expiring in april uh, on april 28th next month And my I seven, yeah. Uh, and when is your husband's H one B expiring? So he got the approval notice uh, till twenty twenty four. You can try. A lot of people are trying in Laredo. I don't know. I've been hearing about Laredo recently. Uh, yeah, you can try. There is nothing wrong with it. Okay, so I will be allowed to enter to US, right? Because my visa has already expired on you, the passport. But on the basis at, of at, at the most, you may be punished to give. Uh, at the most, you may be allowed only until April twenty eighth of two thousand twenty two, and you already filed the extension, so you're fine. That's the most you could. Something can happen in Laredo. So, if if they ask me that whether I have applied for the extension and the re- renewal, I have to say yes, right? Absolutely, you do yes. And then, what happened to my H four extension and the renew H four EAD renewal? If I get a new I ninety four based on my husband's I seven nine seven approval, then then you can ignore you can ignore what happens to the H four. You can continue working for a period of six months after the I ninety four after the H four EAD expires. Okay. 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 Yeah. So Thank you. They should. They, I don't know. A lot of people are going to Laredo, but 
I don't know how it works. We normally tell people to fly, but you don't have enough time to get the visa. So that's fine. You can try. At the most, you'll be punished with only giving I-94 until April 28, 2022. Other okay. than that, you're not going to lose but anything. Okay, uh, so just one uh, uh, one question, Rahul. So the the visa on the passport expired, right? And after that, I've got another new passport. So will that affect That's anything? Okay. No, that won't affect anything. Okay. But carry okay. both passports. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Pradeep Singh. Hello. Thank you for uh, your time. Um, wanted to ask about the. Uh, EB2, EB3 priority date issue. So my priority date is for December, 2011. And um, uh, my application was amended from EB2 to EB3 in October of 2020. Um, I wanted to ask my attorney advice that I can, I should try and interfile with the new California process uh, as is. Although, Why? Your I-140 is already approved. Um, I-140 in EB3. Is approved, is it right? Yes, yes. And it's current in EB3 also right now, is it right? Yes, correct. I don't know. I would not do interfile for you, but is mm -hmm. it illegal? No. So you're suggesting, I, I even, I push back and say, I want to file another EB2-140, which they are going to do. And I was whoa, thinking- whoa, 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 whoa. I-140 or 485? 140. 485 with EB3 is already filed back in October of 2020. So why do you need to file another I-1? Isn't the October 2020, you filed a downgrade application? Oh, they amended it, unfortunately. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't start following you uh, before that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so definitely no interfiling for you. No interfiling. Not no even interfiling. file another EB2. Just, just to get the benefit from this, all the news coming out for the California process, I was thinking maybe it'll be beneficial to... Uh, there is nothing positive coming from California, though. Am I hearing something different? No, I mean, but they've been, the USCIS has been publishing, they've published three news uh, news alerts saying that do that, do that. Well, I'm all hoping talk, that... all talk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you're suggesting keep as is because there's no benefit in my case because I already am current. It's all because I see a lot of your news, uh, your article, your videos. And uh, YouTube, where you say interfile, but I think you're saying interfile if you are not current in EB3. Is that correct? That's right. That is absolutely okay. right. So and we, I also said that, I also said four or five weeks ago that we will see how the interfiling is worked. If they're just pulling all the applications and approving it, then probably it's what, but they haven't done anything. They haven't approved a single case yet. But I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So as a backup, just in case it doesn't move at all, just having an EB2 I-140 uh, just keep in my back pocket so I have both options open because again file, it will take file file EB two EB two one forty and just wait wait a few months to see yeah and but no, no don't need to interfile you're saying yeah mm -hmm. yeah any any last last question any anticipation for December twenty eleven EB three folks are we are we uh, any chance getting uh, green card this year next year. That depends on the way the USAS will act. Yours is stuck in Texas or Nebraska? Texas. Yike. Best of luck. <laughs> so nothing. Next person, please. Nothing Thank can you. be done, ma'am. Devajana Sihi? I can't hear you, ma'am. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, very good. Thank you so much for your time. So uh, my uh, I-140 for EB-1B category got approved this Monday. 
EB one what? EB one B the OPR. Okay, and, doctor. Yeah, uh, I'm mm -hmm. I'm a professor, but my H one B visa is expiring the sixth year category in July end. So I will be finishing my sixth year of H-1B, which is academic H-1B. And I was under the impression that uh, I was informed that once you get your I-140 approved, we will just send for one year or three year of H-1B extension. And now I was just told that you cannot file H-1B extension like my employer cannot file because, because uh, I-140, uh, after you got the approval, you can proceed with I-185, like uh, two different you can, you can you you can file the H-1B extension right now. I was told that I am not eligible because... Wait, there is yeah. a possibility. Uh, it's with, You are eligible for extension. The question is whether you are eligible for extension for one year or three years. I was told like I first one year, then three years, then I was like, we cannot do it. No, no, you can file the 485 now. I'm sorry, you can file H-1B extension. And is so just so that... Uh, so first I, of I, all, first of all, you file the 485 application. Okay. Based on that, you can file the one-year extension. Oh, so once I submit 485, then I can submit the extension. Right. Oh, I didn't if get I, that point. If okay. I literally read the law, that's what it says. Okay, so okay, now I get it. Okay. If you're not doing anything, then technically maybe you're not eligible, but there are a lot of exceptions in there too. But if you file the 485, I have no problem for you filing the H-1B extension. Yeah, you may be limited for one year. Okay, and can I ask you one more question? Sure. So just, just to have like another layer of cushion, I figured that my employer also gave O-1. So do you think- Absolutely not required. Okay. There's uh, technically other problems too. You have your I-140 approval. So uh, O-1 is technically not a dual intent visa. So I would I not see. do the O-1 for you at all. I would file the 485. Yeah, technically speaking about you have to file the 485. You can file the 485 this month. You don't have to okay. file the next month. And then in April or May, you file the H-1 extension. So do you think there is chances of any losing the uh, situation or, or the like eligibility for a continuation? So absolutely not. Absolutely not. You'll get one year extension. Okay. Thank you so much because I was super stressed. Sure. No problem. Next Thanks question. again. Yeah. Prasad. Yeah. Hi Rahul. Uh, I wanted to clarify whether my understanding is correct or not. So my initial application was for EB2. I downgraded in November, 2020. My I-140 got approved. And What's the priority date? October uh, 4th, 2012. Now, my daughter, uh, she got protected under EB3 uh, I-140 because uh, of the long time it took for the I-140 to get When approved. was I-140 approved? Uh, it was approved in October 25th, uh, 2021. October, was the final action date current anytime after the I-140 is approved? Yes, it was current till 31st October 2021. Okay, keep going. So the question is, uh, um, while it, I'm now again current in EB2, uh, I, I shouldn't be interfiling because that will uh, mess up my daughter's... Uh, How old is your daughter? Sorry? How old is your daughter now? 
she is uh, right now she is 22 and a half now she should, you should not touch anything right now okay, okay if you if you want to do anything have a consultation i the answer is no but yeah. i don't know if there is any when the i140 is approved and all those things no you okay. should not interfile absolutely not okay thank you uh, anybody has any questions guys try to post the questions in the chat i'll spend about extra 5 7 minutes to answer the questions uh, please post the questions in the chat next person please nasim hara hey hi uh, really feeling lucky to get in, getting answers sure, sure. uh, hi rahul garu uh, very simple questions for me uh, so my uh, i am also a nebri 3 downgrade uh, um, person october filing so, uh-huh. uh, so it's a downgrade and my family is going to india and now the what is your priority date uh, september 2014 and was your i140 approved um eb2 is approved for i140 not for eb3 keep going uh, so the, the family is going to india if they don't get stamping uh, which is a drop box if they use the ead card and uh, come back is there any consequences or um, um uh, you can once the, did she file it for extension here yes and okay. for my son too yeah you can always get back to h4 if you want to okay. after they get the h4 approved though they can just go to mexico and come back but again uh, i'm just looking at the point right now my uh, uh, 140 is not approved and using the ead card uh, the parole uh, will it cause any i know i know that's the reason what i'm telling is that once their h4 gets approved though here they can just go to mexico and come back they are already h4 approved they have the i797 approved Yes, they have the approval of I seven nine seven. The one. Okay, so one once they come here, though, you can send them to Mexico and come back. Okay, okay. In that way, they'll move from advanced parole to the EAD. Uh, sorry, advanced uh, parole to H four. H four. Another question, sir. Um, now that uh, September first of two thousand four is the uh, uh, filing date, in another few days, I will I'll again become current in under EB two. so is there a, uh, do we need to do a interfiling or something to do come back from eb3 to eb2 yes you have to but yeah. first get the first get the i140 approval before you do that ah uh, okay 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 thank you sir next caller please this will be the last caller but i'll go to the questions guys harikant hey thank you thank you rahul uh, i have a, uh, this question is regarding my father so he he had a visitors visa uh, which is still valid mm-hmm. but he accidentally mm-hmm. dropped his passport in water and uh, he applied for a new passport saying that previous passport is damaged so uh, i mean e- even though we applied the uh, stamping on the old passport is still good uh, no damage there do you think he can travel with both passports or should he go, should he go for a stamping oh so so he already said his stamping there is a problem in the stamp, uh, in the passport old passport he made up he, he applied he applied for the visa saying There's a problem. He lost the passport. No, no, he never applied for the visa. He applied. He applied. He got new passport. Just the passport. Ah, uh, that will end. And but he reported it's lost though. Uh, visa damage, not lost. How is it looking? Yeah, looking, good. looking good. There are few, very few watermarks on few pages, uh, but visa is good. Yeah, I don't see any problem in him coming back into country. Okay. He never yeah. reported lost. You never no. reported last. We never reported. The need is good. Thank you. It's good. Uh, I'm going to go to the questions uh, uh, that are coming up here, guys. 
should we interfile using the filing dates? No, I would not do that. I will wait for the final action date to be current. Um, this person has uh, I1 prior to date is uh, June 2000, uh, June 4, 2013. My perm is approved. Can I file I1 14485 same? You can, I do not recommend though, because if you file both of them same, you will end up in Texas Service Center, which exactly you don't want it. I would file the premium processing of the I-140 right now, today, because your priority date is still in current in April. If you get the I-140 approval, you file with the I-140 approval. If you get an RFE, you file with the existing pending I-140 with the 485. In that way, you will not end up, most probably, not guaranteed, you will not end up in Texas Service Center or Nebraska Service Center. I'm looking into these things, guys. Um, my poem has a title of dot, uh, .NET developer. Does 485J supplement have to be the same title? Can it be software developer? Iqbal, um, we have, we, I would like to have it as the same, but the, some of the companies have used the other titles. And let me tell you that we never saw any problem as long as it's in the same profession. Abdul Sheikh, I don't know what the question is, what visa you are in, why you're coming after such long time. I don't know the details. Uh, EB2 priority date is 9-2016. Do you suggest a job change? Ooh, that's a tough question, guys. I can't answer it. I will not answer it. Pick a coin, go to your, uh, go to your spouse, let the person answer it. If something goes wrong, we will blame the, your spouse. If something is correct, I should be given credit for suggesting your spouse. What are the consequences requesting immigration documents from Freedom of Information? Absolutely no negative consequences, guys. This is democracy, guys. This is not Saddam Hussein. Alok, with regards to the amendment though, um, yeah, I would not recommend if, it's, if your company filed an amendment under EB3. Now, I, I, I want to hold that I may change my opinion later on though, because we've been getting a little bit different information on the amendment. Um, but at this point of time, I would not file the interfiling right now. Guys, if anybody gets a good travel agent from to go to Mexico and come back, the guys who can arrange for the passport stamping and travel arrangements they can do, please suggest to us because a lot of people ask those questions to us, which we don't have answers. Uh, does the I-140 experience letters need to have the same reporting manager? Uh, uh, no, uh, as what is there. No, it can be a different person too. It's okay. Um, Ishtak, um, we, next year though, we do notice that there will be some extra green cards available because the consulates are not fully functional yet though. So there may be some movement in October of 2022 also. That's all I can tell, but I will not guess anything because believe me, I have gone so many times wrong. For H4 uh, visa is expiring in June, 2022 or for, for automatic revalidation, can I travel alone or should I travel with my husband? Uh, you can travel alone, but make sure that you show the H1B approval of your husband when you come back. I'm an H1B holder stamping done in until June. My employer is initiating green card process. I have a travel plan in June, 2022. Can I travel? Absolutely no problem, Motion, No problem, you can travel. While your perm and I-140 is getting processed, your travel will have no problem. MJ, I, if you are filing an EB2 though, now I would 
recommend that you do not use the EAD of EB2, EB3 EAD. I do, I do, re, I do recommend though. You do not use that. Um, my husband, Thiru, my husband did interfile EB2. We had EADs. Uh, I have also H1B with priority date of March 2. Can I file another 485? You said we have EADs. You didn't said that you have the EAD. Uh, you have used the EAD. Since you have not used the EAD, though, you can definitely refile the entire application. Your husband, you as the main applicant, your husband as the, uh, as the, uh, uh, your husband as the, uh, as a dependent. Uh, with regards to Pooja, you need to con you need to contact it. Uh, 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 you need to contact separately, though. Uh, there are ways that you can get the benefit. But you need to drop an email or something like that. Uh, you can drop an email to me at info at rnlawgroup.com. Abdul, that is a long question. I don't know. It's... Joint company A, company B acquired A through successor interest. Company A filed firm got approved. Can I file I-114 premium processing with company B? I would do one thing. I would file the I-114 in the normal processing, then convert into premium processing. In that way, if the premium processing gets denied, you won't have much delay though. Can USAS allow file new H1Bs with multiple employer? We consider that as a fraud, uh, filing multiple employers. We try to tell that before nobody listened. Now this Tuesday, we're going to, exp we are going to, uh, we're going to give all the details how that is going to work because nobody was believing us before. Yeah, Shaker, I hope so. It becomes current December 2015, but you know they, they moved almost one year this time. Who knows, they may move more uh, going forward. But crossing January of 2015 though, they have to be careful because there are a lot of applicants that are there that will be willing to file the 485. So we'll have to see how it goes on. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be on, uh, will be on Monday. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.